This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On digital radio, online, mobile, and smart speaker. This is Love Sport. Love Sport Radio. On digital radio, online, mobile, and smart speaker. This is the Chelsea Fans Show. Listening to the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. I've been prepared for this with me, Charlie Hawkins, and the Chelsea Fan Cast. Stanford Chidge, hello, aka Dave Chidge, Jonathan Kidd, Kido, Kido, and Dean Mears. No shout for Dean, but Dean, I'm with you Dino, all. Mizo, Mizo, Dino. It is a busy studio Friday oh, yeah. night here oh, yeah. at Love Sport Towers. Well, the next hour is dedicated to everything Chelsea and all the surrounding gossip around the club because it has been international break, but real football returns this weekend. The Premier League is back. We will, of course, be giving you a preview of the Wolves game and speaking to Sam from the Wolves 7 podcast and looking at the Champions League because Chelsea Europa League holders are back in Europe's big competition they dine out in the Champions League they play Valencia this week at home we will of course be looking at that game but it has been the international break Let's take a look at how the Chelsea players have fared before the return of the Premier League this weekend, Gigi. Have you been keeping a closer eye on Chelsea's players? Um, I'm just trying to remember, actually. Uh, I'm it's, having... the word, it's the word no, Chigi. Well, no, no, because I, I kind of forgot. Well, I, I was busy, you know, I had stuff to do. But, I mean, uh, the, the match against, um, who was it? Kosovo. Yeah, Kosovo. C- Kos- well, Kos- I could have Kos- gone to that. Could, could you? Why? Well, it, was, it was in Southampton. Of course it was. And I very nearly was tempted to do that, but I had I had work going on. So, and then I forgot it was on. And then I switched on 
uh, guess what? When I switched on, half time. And you thought, yeah, come and on. And they're like five one up. Yeah, I'm thinking this is going to be a massacre. You put, you put the mockers on it. It's going to be a massacre. It was you. You put the mockers. And then they were rubbish for the second I, half. Enough, I did exactly the same thing. So both of us put the mockers on. So it, it was us. Um, I, 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 and the, I mean, I missed the Saturday match against Bulgaria because uh, I was again busy. But so I saw the highlights. But in the highlights. The only time I saw Mason Mount was when he was getting rinsed by that player who then Danny Rose tried to kick into Rosette. So I didn't really see much of Mount. Well, one of the questions I did want to ask is because obviously Mason Mount did feature for England. Obviously, he's been arguably Chelsea's best player this season. He's looked absolutely fantastic. Obviously, a player that Frank Lampard knows very well. But a big question that arose uh, this week through the media and certainly on Love Sport, is there a bigger club bias? Because Ross Barkley is starting. Now, I'm actually a fan of Ross Barkley. I think he's another brilliant player. You poor fool. (laughs) Who will take a step (laughs) up with Frank Lampard at the helm. But a lot of people have been crying out for James Madison. From a Chelsea perspective, should it be Barkley for England or James Madison? I think Madison's a much better oh, player. Yeah. Much, much better. Yeah. Streets ahead. Madison was completely brilliant yeah, against was. Chelsea in the second half. Absolutely drove the whole thing. And uh, I would play Madison. But, you know, we never know what goes on in training. And he's, 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 uh, he likes Barkley. He's he given does. him opportunities. And Barkley does play a bit better. But, I mean, he was taken to the cleaners in, uh, in the Guardian during the week. Which um, was, he, was he for, for the oh, performance com- against Kosovo? Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I did yeah. see the second half. And yeah. Yeah. And I thought he was poor. He, well, we've discussed before. One of that you wouldn't you wouldn't know this, Charles. But he he, he listens to every it, fan cast we do. You know, he listens. Yeah. I do listen. Well, I, I, and I know you've so you'll a know you'll, you'll know that therefore that uh, uh, I, I got attacked for uh, for daring to say <laughs> that uh, I thought that um, that Barclay was wasn't very good. By whom? And um, by by who'd you get attacked? By, by Matt. By Matt. Matt yeah, had a go yeah. At you. And he, yeah, he had a go at me. And then, and, and then he said, "Oh, but look at the stats." He's said, "Look at the stats." Oh, you appear to be right," I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, because he's Fantastic. caught. I kept my constant thing is, as I've always said to you about Barkley, is he's always caught in possession yeah. in situations which lead to either a shot on goal or a goal. And I said, and he dithers. He's a yeah. great ditherer. No, he, I agree. He'll beat a couple of players, and you think he doesn't he's shoot doing really well. Enough. He takes no, an extra he doesn't. Touch. He doesn't. Well, I'd be interested to hear what Dino yeah. says because Dino's yeah. much more clever than Dino, me and you. Dino, the clever man. And clever he's wearing man. also. Also, I have to say here, yeah. for those of you watching in black and white, Dino is wearing a very nice blue Lacoste polo shirt a man after my own heart I'm very I, I, I often favour a blue Lacoste polo shirt of the shirt. three of us would you say that sartorially he is the best here uh, d- undoubtedly undoubtedly although although <laughs> I have new glasses today oh. I have new glasses and a new haircut does that mean that you can actually and I've been you can dentist. see it's me I, so they're very focals, and then they, oh, they, so they, they go focus dark. At the moment, they go then. dark in oh, the sun. Oh wow! Shall really I shine a light on you very quickly? But it's a bit odd. I've had a headache all day because I'm not used to the everything. Everything yes. looks like it's moving. Yes. Right. I've got a new pair of glasses. It makes me feel taller. Do they? No. No. I just okay. made that up. Well, well let's Dean, bring Dean, Dean in. Dean, yeah. Dean, 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 are the Chelsea fans split on Ross Barkley? We know how uh, Jonathan Kiddo feels, but how do you feel about Ross Barkley? Yeah, I think with Ross, there's so much potential there, and you think one day he's going to put in this performance that. Like he's been compared to Gazza in his in his early days, and it just hasn't happened for Ross. And he had a great preseason, and then was put out the team for Mason Mount. He's still obviously in the England side. There's just I think there's always a feeling with Ross that he's going to deliver something, and that I think this is his make or break season. He's going to either come and see him under Lampard improve, show that he's one of England's best players, or he's going to end up. At Chich, is it that close that it's a make or break season for yeah, us? I, that I, feels I, quite I, strong. I, well, I, I really do think. I mean, here's the the other thing. Uh, I, I like like all of us here, and I, I mean, Dean Dean will know this because I say it on the fancast everywhere. I'm a big fan of Ross Barkley. I got very excited when he broke on the scene 
uh, at Everton when he broke through into the England team when he was very young because he's uh, the, he's the kind of player he's quite redolent of Gascoigne I mean he's nowhere near he was outstanding at yeah, Everton but he's, he's, he's nowhere near as good as Gascoigne no. is was but he's the same kind of player. He can pick up the ball in midfield and run with it and dribble past people. He's got so much skill. And I love a player like that. I am desperate to see him really blossom at Chelsea. But I got, I'm beginning to have serious doubts. And the problem that, that Ross Barkley has is that there are a number... I mean, look at the midfield that we've got. We've got Jorginho Kante Kovacic. We've got Ruben Loftus-Cheek to come back. We've got Mason Mount. And we're, you know... And plus Pulisic, plus Hudson-Odoi. Absolutely. I mean, you know... <laughs> There are there are ten around ten midfield players and there are only five positions up for grabs. He's got to pull his finger out, otherwise he's not going to make the grade there. And according to uh, the Twitterati, of course, there are four or five <laughs> midfield players who are going to be bought uh, when we don't yeah. have the transfer ban in December. I'm going to I'm going to you know like on Twitter you can mute or block or filter out certain things. Is yeah. this why you aren't getting my messages, Dave? No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to have like, we're going to do that. We're going to mute block and filter out the the, the, the word Twitter on, on the fan cast from now on. Oh, yes, Remember I shouldn't ever mention off. it. We yeah, got yeah. told off, didn't well, we, the other just, just give me a hit me. That's the thing to do if I'm next I, to you. I, I like you too much. Oh, I'd sweet. much rather have Can one of those long sticks no. with a with boxing a prod on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we used, used to have that in the old days. When we used to come around and do it at my, my flat. Yeah. I used to actually hit Jonathan with a lump of wood. Metaphorically. No, <laughs> literally, on occasion. Yeah, yeah, well, anyway, occasion. we digress. Yeah, no, we no, digress. No, digress. No, can I just say about Buckley? I think, I think that what the disappointment is, and I think, I, I, I think Dean was, was echoing this, is that he, he was fantastic at Everton, and then he had a bit of a... Um, uh, I don't know. Something happened with them, and they, he wanted to. He wanted to get out, and then he, you know, he went to Chelsea. And he felt. We felt he was constricted by Sarri because he was trying to specifically to play this role of yeah. of as they, as they all were. Um, they're trying to play the way that he wanted them to play. And Sorry, so we, we, uh, yeah, nah, whatever it was. I'm, I, I understood. I, I'm, I'm much more sympathetic to what he was trying to do than most Chelsea fans because I could see that he wanted a certain tempo and pressing that they just weren't capable of. That was the thing. But I could see what he was up to. So I, I didn't, I didn't despair of it like so many people. But he just didn't. He couldn't do it in there. Whereas, um, so what, what's happened now, unfortunately, is we thought he would flourish under Frank. And it's, it doesn't appear to be happening. But it's early days. That's well, the, the caveat, isn't it, Dean? Yeah. It's early days. Mm. Yeah, it's the same with all the players. But, yeah. you know, like I said, next season you've got Conor Gallagher and Billy Gilmore as well. As well, that, yeah. yeah. Getting the Gallagher's team. looking fantastic for yeah. Charlton. Yeah. My goodness I must me. say, on the Charlton fan yeah. show, they are absolutely yeah. raving about him. He's, he, yeah. You know, every week, obviously, we go through the, the games, the previews, the reviews. The first name they want to talk about, they are yeah. saying he is the player to watch. Admittedly, yes, it is a league lower, but if, if, hey. if he carries on like this, very much a potential obviously Gilmore they're shining for the Scotland under 21s well it was in an international break the Premier League it's only been a small sample size so far four games but did the international break maybe come at the right time for Chelsea because going into that break obviously the disappointing 2-2 draw against Sheffield United was it nice for Frank maybe to have this time before this next run of games the tricky game well, the Champions it, League it, being back it would have been had he had all the players to work with Charlie <laughs> but he didn't really have many players <laughs> to, it, it might be nice for, for him to put his feet up for a I couple of weeks I think the positive is that, that Kante would be uh, possibly recovered no he's not no, I'm going to tell you about that oh, do you want to know Chidge. that now Chidge, tell, that now? yeah tell us now shall I tell no I want, I want, I'll tell you no, what tell us we later. Can, no we can talk keep about me, that later keep me on tenterhooks let's talk about Dino's book but, but anyway I'm going to answer, answer Charlie's question first which was which, what was the question? Was it nice? Was for it nice, Frank, to have a break? Was it good that Chelsea had a break? No, or I not? think it, I think it's made the tension even worse because everybody now thinks, oh my goodness, he's got yeah, he's got to win the next game, hasn't he? He's mm. got to. What happens against Wolves? It, it'll all start falling mm. apart. What, what do you reckon, Dean? Yeah, I agree. I mean, 
if he loses to Wolves or doesn't win, it's one win in five. And then you've got Liverpool, it's one win in six if they beat us. Then what happens? Then the pressure starts to well, build. Will Twitter demand that? Sorry, I've broken my own oh, rule already. Will Twitter demand Mine that he gets sacked? Twitter will do that anyway, but I think Very more, good point. more mainstream we're going to look. There's going to be a cliff edge in the season. You can't win Absolutely. one in 12 or Why one not? in 13, 14. Who says? Where does it say that in the, in the Chelsea rulebook? I think in, in your Oh, no, 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 don't let him off the hook, don't let him off the hook. Where does it say that in the Chelsea rule? Well, there is no Chelsea rule because the, the rule book is Champions League no, Do you know what, because we're talking about laws here, we're talking about the law according to Chelsea. Well, the law in this country is based on precedent. So actually, what it's probably more accurate to say that there is definitely a Chelsea precedent, which is if you lose one in twelve, Dean, to quote yep. you, you, that means you you get the tin tack. So I mean, who? I think the thing is, Dean, what we none of us know this year because we are in uncharted territory, because you know we would never have hired Frank Lampard had we not been in the pickle that we were in. Yes. And and there is a presumption, therefore, that even Roman Abramovich, bless him, in his ivory tower, has figured that out. So maybe things might be different. But you know what? You're right. We don't know. Well, as Chidge alluded to, it is a pleasure to have Dean in the studio. Yes. Dean, you have written a new book, Cult Fiction. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes. Yeah, so basically, it's just a story of last season and how. Sarri split the, the club and the fan base like no other manager has before. Not even Benitez. <laughs> well, no, because everyone was agreed that they didn't <laughs> that's want him. Very true. Everybody hated Benitez. Yeah, yeah that's right. Absolutely. He started hated and he Shout. finished hated. Shout. And it was quite a. It was an unusual season in so many aspects. And to finish third and win the Europa League title, and still the majority of the fan base doesn't like you and doesn't want you, and doesn't agree with your football, even though it's one. Probably the best football we played in the cup final under Abramovich, definitely. In the uh, Europa, yeah, it's good. Yeah, good Europa Dean, can yeah, I ask, were good. you in that majority? What did you think of the manager last year? Because you did highlight, obviously, some of the football you played and you won a European trophy. Where did you stand on it? I wanted the football to work. I've always wanted like my Chelsea team to be admired and I don't think we ever have really um, short periods under Angelotti, I think. We've never been admired for the football that we play and football going forward now Guardiola Klopp they're playing this expansive football and we've never really tried to do that we've been the anti to that and it has been successful but you know there is other ways of winning than the ways we've done in the past but, but unfortunately Starry wasn't that the man to do that so I agreed at the end that you know Sarri had to go for the best of the club and for the fans but I would have liked for that side of football to work and I think Lampard's doing something quite similar to Sarri to be fair slight differences of course but it is the emphasis is on attack and I think that's good thing for, for everybody going forward it's tough though because obviously Sarri was uh, maybe disliked for the style of football he played but he did win trophies you've only got to look at clubs uh, from the other half of London <coughs> who play very attacking football who might they be but don't but but haven't won trophies, so... The Gooners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. it was from the off that Sarri was you know, not taken by the Chelsea fans because he came in to focus on the football. <coughs> and historically at Chelsea, we've liked managers that have been for the fans from the off. You know, Conte diving into the crowd in the opening game of the season. Yeah. Adored him to everybody in an instant. And Sarri never had that inkling. His focus was on these players need to play this football this way anything else not really fussed about and that's really not how we work as a football club and his inability uh, to uh, communicate you know, as a foreigner I'm afraid I'm, I'm afraid I think well, it had something to do I think with there's something actually. else just as a caveat to that and I think we can now say this with 2020 hindsight whereas it would have been a bit touch and go before I think what we probably sensed and has ultimately been proven right is that this was a manager who was 
completely and utterly in it for himself. I mean, I know all managers are, but some of them put up the pretense they give a damn about the fans. He never did, and he, and and I, the proof that he was in it for himself is the fact that he, at the first opportunity, he sneaked off to get a nice juicy job at Juventus, using us therefore as a stepping stone. You could argue. You could argue, but at the other, on the other Your hand, Honor, you could, you could argue. You could argue, young Chidge. In defence, Chidge, yes, sir. Send Chidge. him down, Lord Chidge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were playing the role of. Uh, of uh, a, a, of uh, a lawyer then, rather than actually, actually being the. Uh, you could tell, I, I, yeah. as, you, as you are an actor yeah. and a voiceover artist, yeah. I, I'm, I take this huge compliment that you noticed I was being an actor then. And you were being a lawyer then. Well, I was acting being a lawyer. Oh, were you? I thought you were suddenly slipped into it. So <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to be the law and step yeah. in because yeah, there is a new, there is a new man in charge. It is Frank Lampard. I we'll thought be it was you, Charlie. <laughs> it's not me. Just this week only. Well, there is a game on the weekend. It is Wolves v Chelsea. We'll be previewing all of that next. Come for the sport, stay for the chat. Love Sport Radio. Follow at Love Sport Radio on Twitter for all the latest news, views, competitions, and the best bits from your favourite station. Love Sport, the station giving fans a voice. You are listening to the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. I'm joined in the studio with Stanford Chidge, Hello. Chidgey, Jonathan Kidd, Kido. and Dean Mears. Dino! Oh, I'll do it on my own. I thought, you know, I thought this was a team Dino, effort in the show. I thought that's what Chelsea we was about. about. We were One collective. Well, we, because we've established that Dean is more sensible, we wanted there to be a silent moment so that we, everybody at home... The well-known Chelsea author, listener. Dean Mears. Yeah, exactly. The well-known... Dean, and Dean is the main contributor to the Chelsea Fancast website, you realise? Yeah. I'm delighted uh, unlike, to be in Dean's Unlike company. me. Yeah. Unlike you, yeah. yeah. Well, well, we're now getting to the root right, of the problem. Yeah. Can I just finish off what Judge was saying? Because with defence for Sarri, which was, yes, he either jumped on on the his own personal bandwagon but alternatively but they do. He, was driven, he was driven out by the complete and utter hatred for horrible generalisation <laughs> possibly <laughs> yeah possibly <laughs> somewhat unethical <laughs> yeah, very unfair <laughs> should we move on yeah. let's move on because <laughs> just before we were speaking to Dean analysts making that statement Dean we were speaking to you about your new book Cult Fiction where can all football fans purchase your book and when is it out so it's available on Amazon just search Dean Mears or Cult Fiction it will pop up there or you can buy it from the CSUK stall which is outside Fulham Broadway station on match days um, lots of good books there not just mine but some better ones as well did you self publish very humble Dean. Dean. did you self publish or was it no uh, no Marco, no, did. Marco did it oh, yeah. oh good old Marco yeah, Game 17 publishing I knew it. I'm still waiting just... for my signed copy at the moment. Really? Yeah, to okay. review. No, no I'm, I'm not really. Don't worry. <laughs> I will buy. I will buy one in the next game that we're at. Well, please, Valencia. Uh, please check out Dean's book, Cult Fiction. There. Let's uh, take a look. Let's turn our attentions to the weekend. Yes. The Premier League is back. It is Wolves. It is a tricky away fixture. Uh, obviously, last season Chelsea only getting one point against Wolves, hoping for a better return this time. Chidge, what are your thoughts ahead of the game? Well, exactly that, actually, that, um, well, num- every, you know, I walked in the office quite early on this afternoon, as you well know, because you were sitting here. First thing, everybody asked me, there's about five or six of them around, <laughs> so how, how are they going to do them, this? How, how gonna, I said, I've got no idea. And I think that's kind of where we are at the moment. I generally have no idea, apart from the fact that we'll probably score quite a few goals and we'll probably let quite a few in. Yes. But I think the other confusing thing, if this was last season, I would be very, very worried because I thought Wolves were a super team last season. A real nuggety, 
clever team with a nuggety clever manager but they're kind of I think they may have won one game so far this season I mean they're, they're, no, they've yet to win they've yet to in, win in the Premier League I mean they're down near the bottom I know mm. that but is that because of their European pursuit well I think it might be so I don't think that that's helping them, as, as it never does tend to help teams. I didn't think they were as nuggety last year as you did. And well, I they, they were that, hard to break I thought down. They were, but in the in the home game last year, we were utterly, utterly dominant all over them completely. They had one shot at goal, and, and yet, they won one took, nil. It took a 90th minute hazard goal for us to get a draw. Or was it one one? I thought it was yeah, one. Yeah, no, it was it was one one. Well, that's right, it was a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I and they, that, they, yeah. they, I mean, this is the other thing that worries me. Dean will be interesting about this because, as I've said many times before, he's much cleverer than Jonathan and I. Um, but what worries me, Dean, is the fact that they are undoubtedly a counter-attacking team and if we have a weakness at the moment it's to the counter-attack because we don't close that gap between attack and defence okay and also we've got Aspie being exposed by people Completely. and of course Emerson's not playing just to <laughs> compound things so I'm worried Dean it'll be the dream team and Will also it? an Aspie <laughs> playing yeah. up front Dean what are your thoughts ahead of this weekend's game the problem is Lampard's pushing the fullbacks forward you know, Aspie's got the six most crosses I think into the Premier League this season but there's no one shielding that back for the same problem we had last season yeah. with you know Kante being moved further forward it's good for all the stuff you want to do in the final third but anything further back then you've got problems and that's why Asby's been targeted because he's up the pitch as soon as they counter they're in that side because there's no Kante to get back and you know that's the worry that Kante is still out injured and there's nobody to have that injured in the midfield you know Jorginho is a good passer Kovacic is a good passer there's no one making them tackles and stopping no, those kind of attacks by there. dropping into positions there, no, and the wide right. players have got to drop back too and I don't think Pulisic has done a good job of doing that he's young he's learning and of course you know we Mount's been our kind of left winger hasn't he in the last yeah. couple of games yeah, an excellent left wing but I think we therefore have to we get so many chances in the first um, 20 minutes so we have to score four goals don't yeah, we, we do. have to put yeah, all the goals like away it's like watching England maybe yeah it'll be 5-1 at half time and, like and 6-5 but the end five, of the game 5-4 result let's yeah. go back to this because you'll remember we did a bit of a we indulged Jonathan on the Monday show and we allowed him to talk about uh, his experiences watching Chelsea in the 60s but you would get results like 7-5 5-2 appeared to be a constant did it yeah, yeah I was always Six, intrigued three. but it was never 5-1 or 5-0 five, five, the opposition always scored two probably yeah. in the late consolation goal I don't know what that was about whether everybody just took their foot off they were, the they were having the a sly cigarette. They probably were. Behind the dugout. Exactly. No, no, even sly, I think, very obviously. A cheeky cigarette. Yes, they were never even cheeky. No, just a cheeky captain out full there. strength behind no, yes, the dugout. No, not even behind. On the, in the centre circle. Chidge, <laughs> is it a strange season in the sense that from week to week you don't really know what to expect of this Chelsea side? We've yeah, heard I like of the that, transit. Charlie. You, you like that? You're a fa- Why yeah, are you a fan? Because it's exciting. Because you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, th- I was talking to somebody earlier on about this. Uh, Dom, I think. But... Paddy, maybe actually. The the thing that I like most about this season is that the connection is back. You know, and when you've got the connection back, which means you're in love with everything that's happening at the you club. You mean between the fans and the club, sorry, yeah, Chief. But not between me and the club, right. let alone everybody else, but I it's not not an uncommon view. That you kind of forgive everything else, you know. Do I you, do. Do you think you might just be I'm a nice on your own though. here with this view? Well, no, because um, as I also said to Paddy, yes, and and Charlie, in fact, yes, that's Char- two, Charlie, two you know, Charlie yeah. goes to Arsenal. He knows about football. Who? Charlie, Charlie, oh, yeah. the presenter. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. There's nobody I know. No, I sh- it wasn't Charlie. It was Ben. Ben, one of the other producers, who was a, who was a season ticket holder at Stamford Bridge. Good. And I said to him, "There's nobody that I know and drink with." 
okay, yeah. in the pubs, yeah. that, 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 you know, is thinking a different thing to me at all. The only person I know is you and your posh <laughs> mates, your posh Millwall supporting mates and the opposition fans you invite. Hmm. Yeah, it's true, actually. You Much know, as I, I love I, you, old I, fruit, but... I only sit next to a Millwall fan <laughs> who just says... Charlie, who, Charlie can't believe what he's <laughs> here. No, I know. You it, shattered this poor young man's I know, illusions. He says, I, he, he yeah. says things like, he's not very good, is he, that Barclay? He's just, he actually said, he's pants. You'd have him at Millwall like a shot. He said, look at him, look at him. Look You'd have him at Millwall, though. He said, look, he, said to... he looks for a man to stand next to. He said, he doesn't look yeah. to get away from him. Do you know what, Jonathan? He looks for a man to be marked. Next time Ron, Big Ron, says that, said, yeah, but here's the thing, Big Ron, you'd have him at Millwall tomorrow, wouldn't you? So we, of course, we will because yeah. they're championship. Well, then side. shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut it. Is what you say. Next time, invite me along. And I always used to say, used to say, I'm not yeah. scared. He says, Louis. He used to say, Louis, not proper play. I feel like this is my welcome to big school moment. This Chelsea fan show right here. Twenty six <laughs> minutes well, in. Nut else, mate. <laughs> well, uh, I do have to get your score predictions for the weekend. It is Wolves vs Chelsea. Chelsea God, are away. Chidge. What is your score prediction? At the end of the hour, then. I normally we do that at the end. Oh, you to go home already? This should just be me. Honouring the no, script. No. Honouring I, I the know, script. I know, I know. I, I changed things around. And when are we but, finding out about Kante? Well, I can tell you now, but I can tell you... Well, when is know. it? Because if it's later on, I'll He's wait. He's not fit. No, I've realised that. That's He's been mentioned. <laughs> but what's he got wrong with him? I'm going to I'm gonna go... I'm going to go... I'm going to go two all. Well, we're making the prediction now, are we? We are, and then I'm oh. going to make the prediction about who's fit or not. In fact, it's not. Don't blame me for that. Cheat, you have put that. I haven't you? I have. I have. I have. I can't tell you what. I'll tell you about the injuries. This is a brilliant site, by the way, and I'm not being paid to say this, but Premier League uh, Injuries dot com is the best uh, knowledge about. What it says on the tin. Did you read the Did you read the notes I sent around earlier? No, you ever, I, you, you been, I never do. I'm well, moving. Never I must admit, I took the time to read every yeah. syllable. It's down. really good, it's mate. Good, it's good. really, really good. So Ruben Loftus Cheek for. Because I, you hear all the time, Dean will back this up. Dean yeah. and I spend far yeah. too much time on yeah. the social media platform, which we won't mention. Um, Snapchat. And everybody's coming out with rumour, but this is brilliant, because this tells you. Ruben Loftus-Cheek's return, potential return date is not until the 2nd of November. Oh, dear. Um, Rhys James's potential return date, everybody wetting their knickers all week about oh, it, oh, is God. not until the 25th of September. Now, Rudiger Kante, Pedro, Kovacic, Callum hudson Adoy are all scheduled to potentially return tomorrow but we got played for the under 23 exactly didn't he? but yeah. what we know from uh, frank's presser today is that rudiger will probably make the bench but it's a maybe a bit early but we'll see i think he's a, the other thing is they give you a percentage of, of whether they're likely to play and rudiger's 75 percent uh kante is too early for him he's still got a problem with his ankle so he won't be even on the bench uh, on saturday pedro is available. Kovacic is available. Too early for Hudson Odoi as he's playing for the development squad tonight, as we speak, isn't he, Dean? Yeah, with Rhys James as well. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, out of that lot, Rudiger's the most likely to get a game tomorrow. Pedro and Kovacic. I think Pedro and Kovacic will. Well, Kovacic certainly will play. If Kante's not fit, then Kovacic will. So, so you go. you're going two-two, Dean. What's your score prediction for the weekend? Five-four uh, either way. I've <laughs> away. There you go. Nine goal thriller. Jonathan, you said you've seen some score lines. What do you think? I was going to say 4 3. <laughs> you still to can. Whom? Can I? Am I allowed? You to are. Whom? Yeah, either way. Either way, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not a lot of confidence from the Chelsea boys. Uh, no, they're, no, they're doing no. an each way bet here, mate. <laughs> say, on. Cautious. Well, that's the score prediction from the, race. from the Chelsea fancast. Next, we're talking to Sam from the Wolves 77 podcast, all about his team sides, and maybe we'll just get a prediction from him. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. 
But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boy's life. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy, I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Opposition View on Love Sport. You're listening to the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. I'm joined in the studio with Stanford Chidge, oi, oi. Jonathan Kidd, Kiddo. and Dean Mears. Dino. There we go. <laughs> and of course, it is time for the Opposition View. I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by Sam from the Wolves 77 podcast. Sam, thank you so much for giving us a little bit of your time this evening. A difficult no start worries, to this. No, a pleasure for you to join us. A difficult start to Wolves. Not uh, haven't yet to win in the Premier League. Is that because of their European adventures so far? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it does. It does sort of play a part. But I think at this stage of the season, it, it actually does you a little bit of good in terms of playing competitive football early on. But the results haven't quite gone our way. I think it might have gone a little bit differently with the AR against Leicester first game of the season. We weren't great against Burnley, and Everton was a was a poor showing. But I, I think all in all, it's not too bad. I'm getting the impression there won't be any VAR at the weekend, the way things are going. They'll just sort of just give it up, just to fade away, just to become a, so. a bad be dream. Can I, can I say to you that I'm really pleased that Wolves are now playing in the, uh, in the almost old, old gold shirts? Because, Back from the yellow. Yeah, because yellow was an abomination. Now, this is, we look like Watford. You did. And not only that, as somebody who vaguely supported Wolves in 1960 when Norman Dealey scored two goals Revelation. in the, uh, in the FA Cup. Cup final for three nil, uh, and watching it. And because I was little, I thought I must support Wolves, despite my father being a Chelsea fan. And my father managed to inform me, of course, Wolves are in the Midlands. It was really and, un- and that you unlikely. would no longer be his yeah, son. And no longer be his son. <laughs> and he would have to that. walk home. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Chelsea fans these days don't know where Chelsea is. You were so fickle, and we were so dreadful. I actually bought a Wolf shirt to my horror and wore it with with uh, with black short with black. They weren't black shorts. They were sort of just blue. Do you know that's really but, really weird. My first when I used to play for the mighty Ropley. Tigers, yeah, uh, the under under eleven side. Yeah. Our kit was a Wolves kit. Yeah, How it's bizarre. a lovely colour. It's, a lovely and colour. it's absolutely, and it's so traditional. 
um, in, uh, for, with, with the roots of the first division and Billy Wright and all those great players, Ron yeah. Flowers and uh, um, uh, who was the all the others. All the others. Well, no, weirdly enough, weirdly enough, there was, enough, enough, there was a remember. period. Then there was a terrible <laughs> period in my life when I could remember them all. Uh, Franklin, it was the bloke Franklin. He played for them as well. Anyway, enough of that. But um, but yeah, sorry, I've just suddenly got into something even you don't know anything about. But no, it is. I love the I love the shirts and I love the image. I love and I like them being back in the Premier League as a consequence actually because they're such a such a proper terrific club, aren't they? Proper club, if absolutely. You're right. a founding member, of course. Uh, and uh, and um, well, yes, indeed, indeed. Is that so, what the seventy sevens about, Sam? That is, yeah, 1877. Thank you, Chidge. You're the only one that gets it. Oh, well, there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm more knowledible than I get credit for, Sam. That's the thing. Listen, old I mean, one of the things that I thought... I mean, the, you know, we've already said it, actually, talking about Chelsea this evening, haven't we, Dean? But, you know, it's early days yet. We've only had four games. So is, is there a sense for you... Are you, like, not panicked about the start at all? Or is there a little bit of you going... Uh-oh, Europa League, second season syndrome. Uh-oh, is it all going to go horribly wrong? You know? It's one of those, really, where it could have gone either way because, actually, when you look at those first set of games that we played so far, you look Leicester away, Leicester looked pretty decent this season, Manchester United at home, Burnley at home, Everton away. Actually, you know, those games can go either way. So the fact that we've got three points from those games, not too not too fussed about it. Um, but, obviously, the first win's coming tomorrow, so... Mm. Yeah, I think we're both in a bit of a similar situation. Talk. Because I know Wolves are yet to win, but they're yet to lose as well. Yeah, um, well, they lost to Everton. Sorry, yeah. 3-2, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so they need their first win. Uh, do you fear Chelsea coming to Wolves? Do you know, after last season, no. Because you played better against so-called better side, um, against top six sides. Chelsea obviously fall into that category. Last season, it was Hazard that saved the points for Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Obviously, he's not there anymore. And I think when you play those better sides and open up, they give you a little bit more time on the ball and it sort of lets you build the game and press. But also, when you've got quality coming at you and we've got those players that can, I would say, hack away at you, but Moutinho's and more like Sace, who's probably going to be taking the place of Willie Bolly tomorrow, starting that counter-attack. And the wing-backs are just so quick that, you know, defence does turn into attack very quickly without sounding too obvious. But what if Chelsea are a top six side playing like a bottom four side? Well, yeah, that, there is a, a hope that that doesn't happen. <laughs> you can't get away from the, the quality that... Chelsea Just for clarification, has. Sam, so I don't have to edit it later, we're not. No, right. Okay. We're not playing like a bottom four side. <laughs> there are aspects of it. It's fading away in the second half. It's definitely playing like a bottom four we side. We did that last year and we ended up third. Do you, do you know what though? That that point though is music to our ears because we are such a second half side. It takes. Oh, you are a second half. Yeah, of course you are. Absolutely. Then, the trouble yeah, is you'll so be four 0 down by then. That's the, that's the dilemma. Well, I mean, actually, that's a really good point because we were arguing about this before before we got you on the line, Sam. Is that I mean, and you know, because I spoke to you earlier on the week. I've got absolutely no idea how this is going to pan out, other than the fact that. I have a suspicion we might score a lot of goals and that we might let a lot in, or you might score a lot of goals, depending on which way around you want it. So I, I think there could be a lot of goals in this. Do you think that might be the case? I think it is, because Bolly's missing. He's the rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has he got a lot of bottles? <laughs> but we've got, lot of we've got yeah. Alonso pr- probably playing, who hasn't been yeah. uh, the best. And we've got Just to give D- you a Dave playing, who hasn't been at his best. So you might score goals from either wing. I think we've got goals in us. I, I think... The strength of last season's campaign was built on a sturdy defence, though. So losing the main part of that 
of a back three is is unfortunate and obviously that could work in Chelsea's favour but um, I think Romain Face is going to come in and he is a, a safe pair of feet as it were and he's a bit of a utility man really because he'd normally play in midfield but for Morocco he actually plays centre back so oh, okay. he's no stranger to the role Did you know Sam that Chelsea have not lost back to back top flight visits to Molyneux since losing three in a row there between December 72 and March 75. I bet Jonathan was at those. Were you at those? No. You weren't. Okay, that's unusual. He normally has been. (laughs) We were really awful then. that year, actually. You were? From from memory, it was either 75 or 76. We we were? Did you go down the same year as us, though? We we, we definitely went down in 75 or 76. That's the year we went down. For the life of me, remember which one it is. Because you, you'd only just but, won uh, the uh, the uh, what the League Cup in '74. Yeah. So well, yeah, and yeah. the and the UA, didn't weren't you in the UEFA Cup against Tottenham? Or, didn't you win it? No, we, we, no, no, we lost to Tottenham. You lost to Tottenham in '72. Yeah, and that was the second year, I think, of that particular competition. Yeah. Here's a point: um, Derek Dugan, the Doog, played for yeah. Blackburn in the 1960 FA Cup final. And then I went on to that. be one of the great players for uh, for Wolves. John Richards. Ever. And John Richards, yeah, <laughs> yeah he was. John Richards, yeah, yeah I mean, King, King John. And, uh, is it Terry yeah, Hibbert? And, of course, Andy Gray played, didn't he? Is it Kenny well? Hibbert? Kenny Hibbert, yeah. Kenny Hibbert, yeah. Kenny Hobbit. And, and Wagstaff, <laughs> didn't he? played as well. He was Wagstaff, a good player. Yeah, yeah. Do good you know what? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, Sam, I don't think we've ever had an opposition view where Jonathan and I have been as knowledgeable about the opposition as we are. Or, in fact, as interested. Interested in care. It's very unlike us. very, like us. True. We were very good in the 50s, so that's totally I, I wasn't born then, but I like to think I was very good in the 50s. Jonathan was definitely very good in the 50s. I was born then. He yes, was. So yeah. I, I know also. Sam, we have to put you on your spot. What is your score prediction for the weekend? What are your thoughts? Well, the lads on the podcast had their say this week as well, and we all decided 3-1 Wolves, so make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> I'll have a pint of whatever you were drinking, Sam. Yeah. Oh, you don't need a pint of it, trust me, in the shop for that. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. We shall see. We shall see. Sam, absolute pleasure to talk to you, Sam, from Thank the Wolves Sam. 77 Cheers, podcast. Well done. Uh, he said the Wolves fans are going 3-1. <sighs> Can you see it? Nah. No uh, chance. Well, it's, nah. it's possible. I mean, this is the thing. Everything is possible at Chelsea at the moment. You yeah. can't, you, we, I don't see it. It's impossible to predict. We, we'll score. We'll score several. Yeah, I think so. I, Tammy's. I'd love to see Tammy score. He more. will. He will. He can't help it. Yeah, it's brilliant. I, I'm yeah. really. I'm. I'm loving him very much. But they may score more. That's the worry. I mean, yeah. we're shaky defensively. That's the problem. Didn't yeah. you even watch Derby play last season? I did. There you go. Then you'd have known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a look towards next week as well because the Champions League does kick off. We'll be looking at all the game. Chelsea, Levin, uh, Chelsea versus Valencia. That Champions League squad, previous encounters and predictions from the guys in the studio. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto-tune or auto-scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. This is Love Sport. You're listening to the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, and I'm joined in the studio with the Chelsea fan cast, Stanford Chidge. 
Hello. Jonathan Kidd. Kudrow. And Dean Mears. Great to have you all in the studio. We were just looking at Chelsea's game on the weekend, the return of the Premier League, Wolves versus Chelsea. Sam from the Wolves 77 podcast. Well, he went for a convincing Wolves 3-1 win. We now, though, have to turn our attention to the Champions League, which kicks off next week. Chelsea with a home tie against Valencia. Dave, I know you won the Europa League last year, but pleased to be back in the Champions League. Oh, uh, absolutely! It's where it's at, you know. Um, I, I love it, and who I'm really pleased. Yeah, I'm really excited, Charlie. Who would not? I mean, what a question! Come on. Well, I mean, in the sense that obviously it is a transitional year. That and, you doesn't know, matter. You want to be no, in it. You want to be there. You want to be in it. I okay. mean, it's, I think we'll do very well in it. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I really to be do back. think we will. Anyway, can I? Uh, I gotta, I'm, I'm intrigued by Valencia. I mean, we have a kind of a bit of a. A relationship with Valencia, in a sense, we've we've played them in the uh, Champions League uh, before. In fact, actually, the interesting thing, Charlie, is that we played them in 2007 and 2011. We've actually had so we played them three in three years, but out of t- two of those years, uh, we ended up in the final. Would you believe the last time we played Valencia uh, at home was in December uh, December 2011? We won three nil. And guess who was the manager of Valencia? This is, a, this is a question for Charlie only. In 2007? 11. 2011. Mm. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. No pressure, Charlie. Do you know it? Do you know it, kid? Go on. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Benitez. No, it was Unai Emery. Oh, Arsenal's oh, manager. I got that completely wrong. You then. did. I know, and you were so Unai confident. Emery. I was. We both I was. Benitez was manager, <laughs> manager between 2001 and 2004. But anyway, Valencia intrigued me because, I mean, weirdly, they, they, they kind of they look at they're a bit like Chelsea in a sense historically. You know. Tell us why, Chidge. Well, I shall tell you if I can find the appropriate page. Here we go. If you kind of look at what they've won. All right, uh, they've won the La Liga six times, second division twice. Ringing any bells? Uh, the uh, the equivalent of the FA Cup eight times. Ringing any bells? Uh, the Super Super Coupe, which is like the Charity Shield, I presume. Uh, once, who cares about that? Champions League, they've been runners up twice. Well, at least we've managed to win that once. The Cup Winners Cup, they've won once. We've won it twice. The UEFA Cup, they've won once. The Fairs Cup, they've won twice. Runners up once. They've won the Super Cup. So they're really interestingly. Allied in and, terms and, and of history, didn't, didn't they? Haven't they put their plans for building the stadium? They have. On yes, hold? I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, they've got a, a, the Mestalla, which is an iconic uh, stadium with these really high. If you've ever been there, you'll know. But they've got really kind of high banks on the stands that yes, are open to the yes, elements. Yes. Not a good place if it pees down with no, rain. No, indeed. But beautiful when it's nice and hot, as it often is. I love Valencia; it's a great city. But uh, they're supposed to be rebuilding that stadium, but the development plans are being put on hold. Another similarity. Mm. But the thing that intrigues me most about them, Charlie. You could say it's a bit bats, but they have a, a bat, a very black, oh, very Batman-like bat on their club crest. What a segue. I know. Anyway, do you want to know why? Uh, why that got that bat there? Because basically, what, uh, one of the, there are several theories for this, but one is that bats are quite common in the area. Uh, the second theory is that on the 9th of October, tw- uh, 12, hang on, 1238, uh, James I was about to enter the city, reconquering it from the Moors, uh, and a bat landed on the top of his flag, and he interpreted it as a good sign as he conquered the city. The bat was added to the arms. Oh, so there you go. But it gets better because apparently, yeah. you know, I said it looked a bit like the Batman yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, funnily enough, so did DC Comics, <gasps> and they sued Valencia. No. Yes, they did. They started a legal case against the club, claiming that the new bat image design was too similar to the Batman. And uh, anyway, a lot of a lot of legal mumbo jumbo, boring, boring, boring. But I just thought that was hilarious. Did they lose DC Comics? I, um. I think they got away with it. 
I think they, they got away with it. It doesn't actually tell you. There's no resolution got to that. publicity as a consequence. Well, you this. will be facing Valencia at home, uh, first Champions League game. They did you sack their like ma- my bat story. I loved your bat okay. story, yeah. But I was going to say, Valencia <laughs> did sack their manager yesterday as oh, well. Oh, they did. So they did. Quite big news coming out of Valencia yeah, this but week. They're going to come and back, you know, uh, with the, the, the manager kickback. Yeah, no, like no, no, like no, no, no. cat bounce, Yeah, well, there might be a manager bounce, but the manager that they sacked, Marshall... I can't remember. Yeah, Marcelino was the one that got Marcelino, really good manager, done very, very well they've struggled a bit recently Valencia he's got back in the Champions League they beat Barcelona in the Copa del Rey back in May then, so they want to come. you say why well because Peter Lim who's the owner is oh, a bit yes. is a bit bats oh, remember God, that just worked remember? so well he, he yeah. also hired who did he hire as a manager Gary Neville yes who would do that unless they yes, were yeah. Bats, exactly. So, you know. Anyway, the manager that they have hired, whose name I can also can't uh, pronounce, is a, a former Real Madrid assistant coach. So I don't think of the same caliber as Mar- Marcelos at all. And the best thing of all, they're playing Barcelona on Saturday at eight pm. If we don't win this on Tuesday, questions need to be raised in the house. Is my opinion. Barcelona haven't had the greatest start uh, to La Liga, but Dean, I want to ask you, what do you make of uh, Chelsea's Champions League draw? Ajax, Lille, and obviously Valencia. A tough group or pretty pleased with that draw? It's potential to be a tough group, but if we turn up and we play the way that Chelsea should play, then I think we'd be quite comfortable in the group. Obviously, the question marks about the squad now. Hopefully, we would have answered a few of them by the time we play you know, Ajax, definitely. Um, Lille's a good opportunity, I think, to get points on the board. Um, yeah, like we've said before, we just don't know of Chelsea this year, whether that's a good draw or a bad draw. Um, we should win Tuesday, like Chid Shed, at home, definitely. Well, I think given given, you know, inevitably a bit of turmoil at Valencia, they've got a new manager. I mean, I agree with you, JK, quite often you get a manager bounce. Let's hope they get absolutely humped by Barcelona on Saturday, which will completely destroy yeah. their confidence. Yeah. But like us, their form's been a bit up and down. I mean, they've drawn once, lost once, and won once this season, and they're currently 10th in La Liga. So I, we are similar in lots of respects, I think, apart from the fact that we've got an absolute legend as a manager, so we'll be all right. I reckon we'll be okay. We've I've, never lost against I've, them. I've prophesied a decent run in the uh, Yeah, Champions I know, I noticed League. that. I just think we'll do okay. H- how far uh, can they go, Jonathan? Deep S- dive? Semi-final. Semi-final? I Whoa. reckon. Whoa. Because all strong. the players will be back, and if there's a transfer ban has been lifted and he happens to want to buy somebody, they could do that, depending on how far they go. <laughs> I think, you know, it's a great possibility. Chief, they could you go disagree? Really far. I think that's a tad optimistic. Well, Large, you know, but I mean, here's the you thing, me Charlie. A pessimist the other day. Well, I know, but I'm 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 a hypocrite. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a liar and a liar. Yeah. Anything else while you're at it? <laughs> Don't hold back. Charming. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, a we, we are you know there are so many teams in Europe who are so much better than where we are at the moment. That's absolutely immutable. However, as Dean would you know agree, I'm sure it's a cup competition. If Spurs can get to the final of a Champions League, I mean, me and Charlie, me, Charlie, Jonathan and Dean would have a good chance, I reckon. I mean, there's a lot of luck involved in getting deep into a competition like the European Cup. We know that better than most. I mean, we won it with our worst team out of the that kind of era in our history. Yes. And we, we didn't get to the final when we were the best team in Europe by our country mile. Absolutely. So it's a lot of luck involved. Down to, yeah, a, ref- down to a referee. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think in these big games, Lampard is going to drill into these players that... You know, they've got to stand up and deliver like they did against Liverpool in the Super Cup. Nobody yeah, gave yeah. us any chance and we completely yeah. outplayed them. Just yeah. couldn't score enough goals to win the game. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting, isn't it? I, I, I do have a feeling, you know, and maybe going back to the connection that we were talking about earlier on, Charlie, and, you know, I know I'm an alcoholic, you're and, and a miserable, grumpy <laughs> old you-know-what, but um, 
I, one of the reasons why I think I'm quite happy, I'm on a bit of a nostalgia trip about Chelsea at the moment, because in a sense, we've got the Chelsea back that I, I, I remember fondly that would exactly do that. Go and beat the Champions of Europe one week and then lose to Carlisle the next. Yeah, that was a regular, wasn't it? You know, yeah. that's what we used to yeah. do. That was all. Yeah. That always defined Chelsea. They would turn up and beat the teams that they were least likely to beat and then lose to the teams that they should hump. That's That's the definition of Chelsea for most of its history. Mm. The last... 15 years as an aberration you <laughs> didn't really in fact one day you know we will wake up and we'll realize it never actually happened no, jonathan no and we didn't we don't know each and other you know what'll happen no what? people will put us away because they will say that we are bats exactly so there you go synced absolutely oh, synced. Yeah, we're professional i just mate. want to quickly ask obviously just away from the champions league this week uh michael hector joined fulham they were very excited on the fulham fan show chelsea player a chelsea was supporter. they really they were yeah <laughs> and was, I was, was he uh loaned or, or sold yeah, permanent transfer oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he's going well this is why i asked because from reading well, he, he was at Reading, but he's, he's at Chelsea, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Chelsea fan. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I yeah. asked. Never really made the grade there, but he was a boyhood but Chelsea never, fan. I don't think he ever actually found his way to Stamford Bridge. Oh, I mean, they bought him and kept him at Reading. Yeah. So they loaned him back but to Reading. But this, this is the question I pose. Why, why has he not been able to make the grade? Because, you know, when he signed, I remember, there was quite a bit of fanfare because he was a Chelsea fan as a boy. This, I don't know. This was sort of the one to maybe take over, Dean. Pass that to Dean. Yeah, I think it's just one of them signings during that little period where we're sort of hoovering up players to put them on loan to then sell to then raise money to spend money and I think unfortunately he just wasn't good enough for the top level Premier League he's been on loan in the Championship and then now I think he's found his level there and it's not a bad thing to be a Championship player you know you've got to make your career somewhere obviously being a Chelsea fan he would have wanted to, to make it at Stamford Bridge Was obviously. he a Chelsea fan? He wasn't doing a Robbie Keane or anything. <laughs> no, no, he was right. a genuine boy you know, Chelsea fan. Can I ask okay. you about Piazon, who, who's made some derogatory remarks about the club in the week? Yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I didn't see them. Apparently, he's on his way out as well. Yeah, because he was yeah. saying that he was fed up with the whole process. He wanted to actually put down some roots. He said he was fed up. Yeah, we'll just go back to the Amazon. And, uh, oh, that's very cool. Well, you know, I'm a bit bored of all these Brazilians mouthing off and causing trouble. Frankly, yeah, I don't, it's a bit like the Belgians. If we never hired another Belgian or Brazilian in the club, I wouldn't be. Disappointing. I think he's an example of somebody who just wasn't ever quite good enough because you know he what? played for Fulham last year. I think he's just... taken the piazon. <laughs> That's very clever. Thank you. Well, I didn't ask you of your Chelsea Valencia predictions. I'll start with Dean. Dean, what is your predictions for next week in the Champions League? Champions League, simple 2 0 win. 2 0 win. Valencia do have that tough away game at Barcelona. Jonathan? Yeah, I'm afraid I'm exactly the same as, uh, as Dean here. 2 0. There's an element of copying here, Jonathan. Okay, I'll say 3 no. 3 1. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 2 0 and 2 0 via 3 1. Chidge? Uh, I, can't, I can't see us not conceding, so I'll say 2 1. Yeah, but two we're winning. One. All of us have, are, are really positive yeah, about yeah. winning. Oh, I've got to go and get myself a ticket, actually. I stupidly didn't get one at the time I was supposed to. I haven't got a spare. I That's can't, all right. I, I wouldn't, can't I wouldn't, bring you in there. We're going to meet up afterwards, though, and do a video. It takes me ages to get up. I, I, wouldn't have ha I wouldn't have enough time to come and enjoy the full Jonathan Kidd yeah, yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, experience so with the man. It's very kind of you yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to offer and then say you can't because you, yeah. know, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll just shut up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, another time, Chuchu. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have the Chelsea fan cast in the studio. This is the Chelsea fan show. Also, just another quick mention, you can get Dean's book, Cult yes. Fiction, outside at Chelsea, online on Amazon, so please check it out because it was all about last year. It'll be great, Dean, Mir's book there. This has been the Chelsea Fan Show with Jonathan Kidd and Stanford Chidge. We are hoping for a victory against Wolves on the weekend and Champions League football returns next week. We'll be back next Friday. Cheers. This is Love Sport. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. 
you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.